Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Off the Cuff. Uh, today, I got the Buckster with me. We by ourselves. We got Kelly, Kelly, Kelly on the camera. Uh, Bishop's in Cincinnati. Is that where? No, at? he's in um, he's in Lookout Mountain, I think. No. Yeah, he is. Oh, Bishop. Yeah. Come on, dude. Wake he's, up. He's in Cincinnati. Yeah, Dizzle's yeah. in Georgia. He's somewhere. I don't know. They <clears throat> say they are. Right. So it's me and you, kid. All right. So today, our topic is don't be ashamed. And my thinking in this is um, it really comes from talking to people weekly. Um, that's how these topics come about for me. But, um, you know, we do an episode on the Royal Radio called Testimony Tuesday. And honestly, I don't have a lot of people knocking my door now <laughs> wanting to do Testimony Tuesday. Um, and you don't have people in general wanting to open up. And I think just from talking to people and hearing what they don't say is I think a lot of Christians are ashamed of their past. And, I mean, I get it. We we all have a past. Um, and, you know, some, some people's sin is, I guess, more gross than others. But it's all the same in God's eyes. Um, we all have a different path in life we take, but, and I was talking to someone about this last night that, you know, our past, uh, the sin, all that stuff, uh, is our testimony and God uses that to, in turn, once we're saved to reach other people who are dealing with the same things that we deal with. And I was looking at two scriptures earlier. Romans 8, 1, there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So, and listen, I'm preaching to the choir on this one. It's hard for me to remind myself and really let this sink in because I know who I am apart from Christ. I know who I can, I can be bad in Christ. Um, but God sees us differently now. He sees us through his son, Jesus Christ, and there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And then Hebrews 9, 14, it says, How much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God? So we've got to get people uh, through ministry to realize that your past is your past as far as God's concerned. But it's part of your testimony, and God wants you to share it with other people um, because it's going to help other people get through the same trials in life that you went through. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think a lot of people are there yet. You know, they don't want to open up about that stuff. And listen, there's some things in my life that I don't open up completely about either. It's just between God and myself. But there's a lot of people that need to hear other people's story to realize that, because I was talking to Kelly yesterday, um, you know, should we entitle this, you're not alone? Because I think people get into this rut that they feel like they're all alone, that they're the only one that's struggling, uh, that they're the only one that's had a bad day or even a bad week. But that's not the case. We, we're all there. You know, we're in ministry and we can get there easily. Um, but we're all in this game together and we're just trying to help one another get to the same destination. But, you know, I don't, I don't want people to be ashamed of, of who they are. I mean, God's allowed it 
for you to go through whatever you've gone through um, to use it for his honor and his glory. So uh, what, what you got on that book? Hmm. It's kind of funny how um, life before, I guess, the change, Christ, it, there really wasn't no shame in the game. Right. You know, you don't all, think about it. There was no shame in your game. You did whatever you wanted to do, no matter what. The sin didn't really matter. But when you became a Christian, it does seem like you started to be ashamed of things. And um, it goes back to, like, the financial stuff. When we talk about that that big old mirror in front of your car that you look through when you're driving, um, there is a rearview mirror that's attached to it, but it's considerably smaller. Right. Um, but a lot of times what we'll do is we'll look in that rearview mirror financially and then in spiritual life because of our past when it's only intended to be a small reminder of what we can look back temporarily, but we still need to be looking at that broad window going forward. Right. And quit looking back. But so many times, man, we, we, we drive the car down the road in the rearview mirror. So you've never seen a car, hopefully you've never seen a car going down the road backwards all through town. But if if that's the case, they're looking totally from their past. And you can't do that. Christ says he paid it all. And when he paid it all, he paid it right in. He said he don't remember it no more. So um, that's something that we do. It's nothing that he does. He, he forgets about our sin once we acknowledge him. And and um, that don't mean we ain't going to sin. No, and that's a whole other thing. But I, it ties into this that mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't want people out there to who are Christians who have truly been born again to get caught up in this thinking that, well, I've got to be perfect. No, you, you've been made perfect through Christ. Uh, that's the whole mindset that we've got to, to realize that we're not going to be perfect. You know, I mean, it's, it's noon on a Monday and I've already sinned in some way. Um, it's just, we're, we're going to be that way. Now, it doesn't mean that we can go out and just willfully sin all the time, and then we're covered under that blanket of grace. That's not even what I'm talking about. I mean, um, if you're truly saved and born again, then the spirit within you will convict you of of things that you do wrong, whether you say them, think them, or do them. And then there's some sins that we don't even think about or we know that would be a sin. Mm -hmm. Um, But God covers that. And I don't want people living in their past and I dealt with this too. I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of people who struggle with, well, I'm just not worthy because of their past. And in and of ourselves, we're not worthy, you know, but God makes us worthy. He makes us righteous. Mm-hmm. He makes us whole um, through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. And that blood covers it. It covers our sin. It covers our conscience. I mean, he, he, takes care of all of it but we've just got to learn to walk in it it's almost like if if we're ashamed it's almost like we did not take him by his word it's a slap in his face face. he says hey i've 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 forgot about it but you you seem to can't do what i can do and here's the thing let's just say all right it's monday let's say this weekend you just absolutely blew it well ask god to forgive you and move on Try not to make that same mistake twice mm-hmm. because it says that he remembers our sin no more, that he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins if we ask for it. Mm-hmm. Yesterday's gone. I mean, in God's 
memory is gone. He mm-hmm. doesn't remember it. We do, but he doesn't. I think the ashamed part, though, I think the majority of the reason the ashamed part comes up, if I'm ashamed of something, it's because I knew better to start with. Right. And I still did it. Now, before I became a Christian or was backslidden, I mean, I knew I knew what I was supposed to do. Right. You know, it's no, we, we all know what we're supposed to be doing. This whole church knows what, if you call yourself a Christian, you know what you're supposed to be doing. And then when you do sin, and you're going to sin, um, I think that's where the, the shame comes in and the regret. But it's something that we create because, you know, we he knows we're going to sin and, and we know we're going to sin. But just, hey, give him all the credit and glory and honor and, and move on. Just don't keep focusing on it because the more you focus on it, then you get so ashamed, then you quit doing anything. Well, you and I, uh, and and all of us at some point, we, you and I talk about this every week, as far as like our concern for people and church and their lack of attendance and faithfulness. And I think a big part of that is, you know, you miss one Sunday, it's like okay, I'll, I'll get back on track next Sunday, and then next Sunday you don't, and then you miss a couple, and then you feel shameful. I would say. Come on back, you know. We're not looking at you like where you been. We're we're wanting you to come back because we know um, that God blesses through it. Mm-hmm. There's no shame there. Um, I mean, God wants you to come back. The perfect picture of that in Scripture is in in Luke and the prodigal son. I mean, there's a picture of the father waiting at on the porch every day mm-hmm. for his son to come home. And he was just waiting on him to come home. And when he came back, it's like the, the son never sinned. And a note to self on that, that the, the father didn't go hunt him down. No. A lot he didn't of times, chase him. He let him go do his pe- thing. People will, will sit at home and wait on somebody to come chase him down. Right. And uh, that's another topic. No. Yeah. Another time. Right. Now, he's waiting for you to come on back. Now, God's merciful and gracious, and but he, if you want to be a hardhead and you want to go out and do your thing, he'll let you do your mm-hmm. thing, and he'll let you get to the bottom of the barrel. Um, but the good thing about him is he's waiting on you to come back home. So um, I just want people to get past, if it's shame that you're dealing with, wipe the slate clean. God has, move on. Um, whether it's something that happened 10 years ago, a year ago, yesterday. Um, move on. Do what's right. Um, get in God's Word. Realize what He says about it and how much He loves you through it. And um, just continually remind yourself of that. You know, Transform your mind daily um, by renewing it through God's Word and realizing that He loves you far more than you even realize He does. Mm-hmm. And um, because... Our goal, it's not a selfish goal, um, we want God's church healthy, just like God wants his church healthy. And, you know, overall, I think we've got a great church, but we've got a lot of unhealthy members, too, and they're mm-hmm. going through a lot of things, and we're not throwing rocks or anything. I mean, we really want to help, you know, you, you get to where God wants you to be. So there you go. There's another episode of Off the Cuff. Don't be ashamed um, talk to somebody you trust. Um, talk it out, and uh, you know, seek somebody that's going to give you godly um, counsel and wisdom. And um, you need a buddy. 
You need somebody that will help you through this thing. You can't do it alone. That's where the enemy wants you. He wants you alone. He wants to isolate you and get you in a mind funk like we talked about last week. It's a mindset. And uh, just get out of that. And um, we'll be praying for you. And we want to see you do as well as you possibly can. So thank you for being with us for another episode of Off the Cuff. We'll see you back here next week. Same time, different topic.